0: And gentlemen boys and girls <laughs> it's hot take tommy here uh what does steve say always um sons of Honarky podcast coming at you live whatever uh it doesn't matter he's not here that's the, <laughs> the last end of the blue line it's true it's all true anyway it's me it's Willie. uh it's uh for your favorite four star podcast rate subscribe review let's go i always used to shit on him for getting that wrong at the beginning and um at me now uh what are you gonna do yeah it's not as easy as it looks <laughs> it's really not um and i should have written it down but <laughs> what are you gonna do um so how the hell are you Willie? it's really good to have you on by the way
1: uh, i'm good man i'm good thanks for having me i'm happy to fill in for Stevo. um but yeah life is good over here just you know enjoying the weather out here in san diego and yeah watching the Sox lose some games and it's been great
0: yes exactly and what up spags good to have you as always um it's been really beautiful in Chicago, too. I know it's not San Diego, but damn, it's fe- felt like it's been close. I mean, like, 75 and sunny every day and just, like, a little breeze. I don't know, man. It's been perfect. Uh, the only uh, problem with it is that the Sox are playing uh, in the summer, and it's been a fucking disaster. Actually, I was annoyed this week because of the way that the schedule was set up. Like, only two games right after the All-Star break, I felt like I... Haven't been watching any baseball, basically. What the, like.
1: I know. And then they come back and you want to watch, but then you can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. it's annoying. And then they still can't start everybody every day because. For, for what reason? Yeah, for yeah. whatever reason, I'm not sure. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Andrew Vaughn is like actually dead in a ditch and they're just trying to like make excuses about how they like have to find him or something. I don't yeah, know. I... Like, <laughs> poor guy. Can't find the fucking field. But uh, anyway there's a lot of shit going on um i wait really quick before i do anything else more bullshit here san diego you said that you're getting ready for a very busy end of summer fall what's going on you got work you got moving? Yeah, i got doing? a lot
1: of stuff coming up it's just like sort of random things like i'm going up to portland to go house it for my sister and my brother-in-law stump town uh, what's that yep Stumptown. that's correct yep and then heading to iowa for my buddy's bachelor party and then actually fun thing is i'm going well that's fun but i'm going to <laughs> dc to go work some more nationals games this year i got my credential back for the season oh! so we're going to do two series for a week but Yo. yeah Going out there for a week, that should be fun. I'll see Cincinnati and Oakland come to town, but hell yeah,
0: hell yeah. Literally, all three of those teams, none of them are going to have any players on them by the time they get to the bottom. Like, like, um, yeah, I don't think he's going to move. That's a good point. Also, like, there's no way I, I, I don't want to dwell on it too long. We're going to touch on it later, too. There's no fucking way that Juan Soto gets traded this year. There's no way. I'm just, I think
1: there's a way, but I don't know why they would.
0: I feel like exactly. exactly.
1: I mean, we'll get to it later probably, but like the schism <laughs> thing, it's like the same thing. It's like, why would you get rid of him right now? I feel like it's not, it's not prime time to get rid of him yet. Not if the, not, yet. the Forever, not the way, not
0: the not the fucking move. Anyway. Okay. To last night's game, we've got, uh, it was a shit show. Um, it was not fun, not fun at all. Lance Lynn getting shelled. A lot of people were saying like his stuff was fine, but I don't know. You're giving up a, a lot of dares. I heard so, that too. Yeah, I don't like. I I get the whole like his process is probably better now, but because his strikeouts are up, whatever. You're also playing the A's, so if you're giving up like hard contacts like the way that you were, I don't know if your process is right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like maybe crazy. Better, but it's not really playing better. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a little shaky, but he's always kind of flirted with that line because he really does throw like three pitches, right? He's got sinker,
0: fastball, cutter, so it's sort of like. I don't know. You're
1: always playing with fire when you're throwing everything within like a five mile per hour range of each other. Yes.
0: And if it's not fucking dancing and moving and everything, like, yeah. I, I appreciate the optimism in the comment section here, but also that's not where we are right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that is I am not optimistic at all. But but uh yeah, let's go, White Sox. Uh it's it's Lance Lynn getting shelled, it's Tim Anderson getting booted, um James. J- James, Jesus Christ, Josh Harrison being the only guy who can get a fucking dinger uh, in at home. I don't know, man. Like it just doesn't feel right. Or at Coors Field. Or at Coors Field. Jeez, Louise, that is like so depressing. They had like a on the radio broadcast. Yes, I listen to the radio. um I, cool. <laughs> I fucking love the radio broadcast. I know, it's great, yeah. Okay, it so I'm not. Crazy. Awesome, yeah. It's like it's actually my favorite way to like consume the baseball product. I'd rather just to listen, listen to Do you
1: try to match it up with the TV or do you just straight listen? I just straight listen.
0: Like okay. that's like 50% of the games I'm, I'm catching up on. I just listen to it live and that's it. Like anyway, besides the point on the radio broadcast, they were, they put up at the, the start of the uh, Colorado series. They were like, Oh yeah. Uh, so there's a pull out for the white Sox fans. Uh, do the, do you guys think that the Sox are going to hit three, or less home runs, four to six, or six or more home runs, and it was like everybody was saying like four to six and stuff, and four, they six or more, yeah, yeah, not not happening, not a fucking thing, <laughs> so depressing. But no, uh,
1: one, right? did, no, did they have one?
0: No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they had one. No, too. no, no, it was just uh the worst. And if they and if they did have one, they they're could gonna have won the second game out. anyway. That's the part of this shit that's really like
1: getting to me is like. They have so many games either winnable late or just yeah. like at any point in that game could have done something to turn it back in their favor. And they just don't do it. They're yeah. just losing games that they can win every week, like twice or three times yeah. a week.
0: Yeah. Like even, uh, even this fucking game last night, I felt like they absolutely could have mounted a comeback at any point if they just didn't have, if they had a, just a, a little bit of patience at the plate, like a little bit, bro, like a five pitch fourth inning, was it like against? Yeah, I think who it the fuck, I Caprillion? Yeah, that guy. Like, that's so
1: stupid. Like, it's why the professional at bat is just like getting annoying at this point. Yeah, like, you okay. can kind of get around it if you're hitting homers and like occasionally taking walks, but they're not doing yeah.
0: that. They're just yeah, it's just failure. They're not there long enough to take a fucking walk. Like, what the hell? Yeah, like, <laughs> and then you're goddamn like that's one thing that I feel like I I don't know if this is like factor, you know, total speculation, but I feel like it drains the starter's arms. Like when you're not able to get them a fucking sit down for more than a minute and a
1: half. Right. They're sitting down, yeah, for maybe five minutes if you include the warm up of the inning before and then yeah. they're back. It's like five or ten minutes and you're back. That can't be good. There's no rest involved for so it's like still been solid. Like the starters have still been okay. That's yes.
0: not really the issue. They're not the issue, but still, it's like, give the guys a fucking break here. Stay I up know, there.
1: Long yeah.
0: enough to... Anyway, so I think the big news coming out of yesterday, besides being under 500 again, um, fun fact, is that Nick Marley took it upon himself to give Tim Anderson and Tony the boot. Um, you know, I think I'm... Kind of in a crazy headspace about this, I'm increasingly think I'm crazy because of the way everybody else is reacting to it, so I want to hear your thoughts on how what you saw coming out of it and and what you think maybe should have happened there
1: um. <clears throat> I for the most part think Tim was a little bit out of line. Like, yeah, obviously that pitch was borderline. Like, if you really look at it with K zone, like maybe yeah. a strike, maybe robot umps give that a strike. I don't know. Yeah. That's one of those like real borderline ones. Um, but I feel like Tim kind of overreacted a little bit. I know that he like yeah. when he was like when he was walking away, Marley was trying to like he was still talking to him, and then TA came back, mm-hmm. and that's when he got tossed. Mm-hmm. So I don't love that part of it from like the umpires being professional perspective. But at the same time, I feel like Tim overreacted and also it's, you know, we have what 40% of the season left now. Mm -hmm. I don't want him suspended for three to five games of that. Like we can't really afford that. We just don't have the depth to afford that. And it's, you know, set an example for everybody coming up behind you too. Like the game is a little bit out of reach. It feels weird. I don't know. I didn't, I just Mm -hmm. didn't like it in that moment, especially And then to do what he did and just kind of get up in his face. And, you know, it's not going to be a good suspension because, like, there was contact. There was, like, his helmet hit the umpire. So, it's, like, now there's a whole thing about it. Oh, yeah. Um, I was a big fan. Like, I love Timmy. And I love his, you know, his passion and his, like, sort of whatever, changing the game. Whatever you want to call it. But (laughs) not the time. Not the time for me. You didn't think that was
0: changing the game there? Um, No. no, no, no. (laughs) Changed the game, but negatively. uh, Because then Leary came. Uh, No, I...
1: Leary, yeah.
0: Yes, that's great. Leary changes the game too, you know, um, mm-hmm. negatively. Uh, <laughs> but I'll grant you all of that. I re- like that all makes sense. But also, fuck Nick Marley, bro. Like, what is his tiny ass ego? Like, no, he didn't I have to do that. He he really didn't like. I, and and the part that I'm specifically talking, he had to toss him once. Well, no, he had to like. He probably has to suspend him is what I'm thinking is like after he got tossed, Tim went way overboard. And I think like his reaction in the moment, yes, was an overreaction, but like, you usually abs- don't walk back to the umpire. And
1: yes. about a ball or a straight, right?
0: That's, that's too much from Tim's side. I get it. But also his team's getting shell shellacked at outside the break. He was like, he didn't get an all-star break, right? Like he's probably fucking sick and fucking tired. And here you go, like, he's overreacting to a ball or a strike, whatever. Nick, like, it's your job as an umpire to fucking de-escalate. And as Tim, like, he's he mouths off, mind you, Tim mouths off at him. He turns around, Tim does, walks away, takes a couple of steps away. And then Nick Marley's, like, jawing at him. And then when, after that, Tim turns around and says something back, and that's when he gets tossed. I mean, it's like, the fucking, um, who was that damn ump that was, like, massaging, um... Oh my god, Madison yeah, Bumgarner's what hand. Name
1: was, but yeah, the, the mad bum massaging his hand and then tossing him. Thing. It's that like,
0: was- it's that shit all over again. It's like, it's so, like, I was so heated when I saw the replay, because it was like, this umpire has, like, way too small of an ego, or way too big of an ego, whatever the hell you want to call it, like, where he, it's getting in the way of him doing his job, which is de-escalating and just calling balls and fucking strikes. Right. You being know?
1: in the background and making sure that
0: the game's regulated. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all you're supposed to fucking do. And like, yes, Tim, again, like, I get it. Tim should not have mouthed off at him. But look, there's a history of Tim getting suspended, getting fucking like the bad end of the stick when it comes to umpiring. Like, hey, look, I'm of I'm of the mind that I that race plays a role here. You may disagree with me, but Tim gets the short end of the stick when it comes to suspensions and fucking like umpire calls he pretty didn't often
1: in Detroit, especially. Yeah, like, exactly. The umpire, he didn't even touch the umpire. He was like in a fray and then ended up yeah into him.
0: Like, yeah, and funny. and so yeah. like all of that going around, you're gonna expect Tim to react the way he reacted. He's fucking mad at umps in general. As like a constant right, and then, like a baseline. Right. Yeah. And then you're going to have him booted because you're the one as the umpire egging him on. It's just not right. Like it, it put me in a real bad mind. And again, like the, the part that I, I can put blame on Tim is a, the start of it, the overreaction, and then the way he acted after he got tossed. Right. But-
1: that was the part that I didn't love.
0: Yeah. And yes, they do have a bad case of main character syndrome. They really really do. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. Um I I can't I don't I don't know what to do with it though cuz as soon as he was overreacting uh Tim was. He should have been there should have been a coach in between. Like there should have been a coach in between him and, and the Tony umpire. Just
1: out there. Oh like, he's, he's
0: out there. Oh my god. He's going to run out there. Last year. Yeah. Right, he sprints. Like, yeah, walks right up and <laughs> Oh my God. That, like, that, it, it ticked me off. It really ticked me off the way that that went down. Um, and, you know, like, uh, there's been a bunch of different people have said this at this point, but why isn't Miguel Cairo, like, hopping the fence? Like, you know that Tony can't do that. You right. just, he <laughs> yeah. can't do it's
1: it. Of core, if not the <laughs> exactly. When the manager's too feeble.
0: Yeah, or fucking Super Joe. Super Joe apparently has this great relationship with Tim, and and he's the one who always announces when he's an All Star and whatever. Where the hell's Super Joe? Why can't he get his ass down there? Right, like he's only ninety feet away.
1: Hypothetically,
0: he I would love that.
1: to see a non-manager get into an argument with.
0: Tire like that
1: and get tossed. I
0: don't think I've ever seen that before. <laughs> the uh, it, it reminds me of that brawl in uh, a, uh the in the A's Ace, uh, A's Ace Mariners brawl where like a bunch of uh fucking yeah, nobody it. managers got like, like the interpreter
1: got suspended. yeah got tossed it like yeah.
0: suspended yeah. right yeah that's the kind of shit we need we didn't need Billy Russo out there like fucking <laughs> between <laughs> Nick Marley and Tim Anderson just like giving it to him that would be that's an uh, alternate universe that's what should have happened. Um, but anyway, clearly I'm heated about it. I'm on the side of Tim. I think that Nick Marley was way out of line um, for what he did. But fuck, yeah, what are you gonna That's do? Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so we've got you know more depression in the uh, <laughs> in, in this in the comment section, and I agree. You know, Katz uh, is the only like person on the management staff that that belongs here. Everybody else. Can go as far as I'm concerned. He's the only Um, one doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Look at the fucking numbers. Like, and and think about it this way. Um, You know, you go into the season with a bullpen who's supposed to be fucking elite, right? You had Crochet, Bummer, Hendricks, Kelly, Graveman. Like, it's fucking set. Mind you, Kelly, like, at the start was, like, going to be out for a while, whatever, um, Not kind of pitch back to back days because apparently that. Oh yeah, that crazy. was that was weird. That contract language yeah, no, bizarre. It was um, it, it was like he wasn't supposed to pitch back to back days through J- July
1: through June, but now he's good.
0: Now he's good to throw back. Super weird, super yeah. weird that that's written into the contract that he can't. I mean, I guess I get it for protecting his health, but yeah. Right. So, but my point being, like, Katz is working with like half of what he was supposed to have as far as like. Bullpen and starters, right? And you know, with fucking Lynn being gone for as long as they, he's had his goddamn like pitching staff working, working well. You got fucking Davis Martin out there. Did I even say his name right? Like, (laughs) yeah, okay, thank you. But, but like, and Jimmy Lambert, for God's sakes, like these guys are not supposed to be taking big innings. And here they are. Lambert's Um, been
1: great though.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah yeah i've i've enjoyed it um but
1: uh and then and Lambert had 98 miles per hour in that.
0: Home. that's kind of nice uh, unexpected too like i did yes. not know he had gas i did yeah. not know
1: <laughs> and if he's gonna be happy to take reliever roll like i don't know why not mold him
0: yeah just take him like keep him keep him there yeah um what 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 up carrie you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so anyway, um, we are, we're here, uh, to just kind of talk shit about the socks pretty much. Right. Um, but I want to give, uh, Willie, I want to give you your props where, where they're due here. Um, it's, you know, the beginning of the season we had you on and you had this absolutely wild take that you thought that. Jake Berger was gonna be a huge part of the postseason socks. First of all, we might not make it to the postseason. I
1: know like postseason
0: <laughs> socks might not be a thing. <laughs> but uh you're I, I gotta give you credit because mans was really helping us out in the early months here or mid-months. I don't know what what was that? June he had a big early month. Mid, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, credit where credit's due, man. Your wild take was better than whatever. I don't, I don't even know what the hell Steve and I said. But you you came <laughs> yeah, up with yeah. that and Kinda seemed to be factual. Something about we're gonna get
1: Craig Kimbrell, the old C- craig Kimbrell, but that was before they traded him. So <laughs> oops. Yeah. No, but my <laughs> only thought with Burger was like, okay, the guy can hit clearly. And he can hit Major right. League Pigeon, clearly, which is nice. Um Yoan is like actually stays pretty healthy. He's just banged up a lot, but he does stay pretty healthy. But I was like, you never know with Yoan if he's gonna be there by the end of the year. Yeah. Um don't say that in front and, of Steve. And again, like, are we gonna make a trade deadline move? I don't know. So my thought was like we like worst case scenario some they shift the infield around and then burger finds his way in there plus we need bats like clearly we need bats so why would why would he not be a factor
0: yeah yeah, um, I'm Team Jake Berger to second base. Uh, no, I, <laughs> <Still>? <laughs> like, yes, exactly. <laughs> Still is <laughs> no. Josh has been like high key. Josh has been pretty good. Like yeah. if we're making good, a move,
1: good. and getting better too. Like yeah. he started rough, and now he's been like his normal self or better.
0: Probably because he started ignoring ignoring Frank Menchino, who's telling everybody to hit Oppo, and Bro was like, I'm gonna pull this fucker over the fence, and yeah. there's nothing you could do about it. <laughs> like
1: everything good that he's done has been like he's just ripped. The ball to the left side. That's
0: what yeah, he does. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's it's or abs- play
1: defense. He's played some like amazing defensive plays. Yes.
0: There. Yeah. Like really short up that, that side of the infield, which has yeah. been great to see. But anyway, um, it's easy easy to pick on Steve because he's not here, so we're gonna do it. Um, Steve, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. Look, um Steve came out. And was super optimistic, trying to give me some false fucking hope out the break. It was like before the All-Star break even started. He was like, we're at 500. This is going to be great. This is exactly where we needed to be. Right in striking distance. It's going to be a huge deal coming out of the break. Socks are absolutely on fire. It's going to be like the postseason that we were all dreaming of. They've got a tough, uh, easy schedule coming down the stretch. Well, look, fucking false hopes are more dangerous than fears. I, I would rather be fearful, <laughs> right? Uh, then credit J.R.R. R, Tolkien, by the way. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm more comfortable saying that having my fears about this team than, than having these false hopes that they're going to do something good. Like I, I'm not about it. Um, like okay. stocks are below 500 again socks are below 500 since the break since steve said all that shit. Robert is still out. He's got a fucking cold. Raylo's got a back problem. Yeah. There's no fucking dingers. Steve Stone has even stopped carrying water for this club and he's saying that the team has fundamental issues which has been true all along. Liam Hendricks said that he's there's a complacency issue. This was in an interview at the All-Star game. Tony's arguing with the media about whether or not there's a arm problem with fucking Joe Kelly even though the White Sox organization said that there's a arm problem with Joe Kelly. Uh, Giolito went on the went on a podcast, the Chris Rose rotation and he said that he shouldn't have bulked up before the season. He didn't say that exactly, but essentially said that he made a mistake bulking up for the season after his ab issue in the beginning of the season. A's are coming off the sh- sweep of the Astros, and they just kicked our ass last night. I'm of the mind where it's like, I don't care what this team does at this point. If they win games, it's all gravy. If they make it to the pay- postseason, that's fantastic, but the only thing I'm hoping for is that Tony gets unceremoniously kicked out of this fucking organization at the end of the year, and we clean house and just go from there. With the same players, mind you, I'm good with the players staying. We just Instructor. need a change of organizational zhuzh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and- no, I
1: think you're right. And I think, the like you're saying, the Hendricks comment and Steve Stone changing his tone has is like sort of a big indicator of that. Cause like Hendricks is pretty honest. Like he's always been honest with the yeah. media. And so when he's saying that there's some complacency in the clubhouse, like there's some complacency in the clubhouse. So that's not good. Like that's a terrible way to live. Cause they're like, if you're a baseball player, you have to grind every day. You have to be mm-hmm. up every day. Otherwise that other team's going to get you every day. That's just the way it works. Um, and then with Steve stone too, it's like, I feel like his whole uh, enjoy the ride shtick. <laughs> all, I feel like that was all like, okay, yes, this team is not playing very well, but it can't be this bad for that long. Like, it just cannot be this bad for that long. And now it, like, is this bad for that long. I think he's starting to see the light. And he's just kind of like, uh-oh, this is ugly. Yeah, yeah. And How do you change fundamentals? How do you change a whole team attitude like that in, in a short enough
0: yeah. amount of time? You can't.
1: It could have happened to a month and a half ago, but
0: now, I don't know. Yeah, this is like... um And thank you for letting me fucking rant and rave. Like, I did not expect myself to get as worked up as I did.
1: You hit all the good points. I didn't even (laughs) talk about not hitting dingers because that really the
0: biggest on-field issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, errors and dingers. Like, or the lack of dingers. No dingers.
1: Fundamentals and dingers. It's base running fundamentals. It's defensive fundamentals. And it's dingers.
0: It's like those two things are just not happening.
1: They're, like, not a good baseball team. They have a lot of talent. The guys can hit the ball hard and throw the ball hard, but they're not, like, playing baseball. It's bizarre.
0: Yes, yes. And, um, you know, I was thinking about this long and hard, and I, I came to the conclusion that it's, like, the, the White Sox, what they did is they got as much talent as possible, and then they just didn't coach said talent. They were right, just, like, they were just okay. like, hoping it would work. Yeah. Right. Like, everybody's here now, so just go play baseball. And it's, like, just – I mean, that's probably why they have a complacency issues because they're just expected to, they're expected to be good, even though right. they're not told or taught or explained or, or shown or, you know, it. Not, there's no, like, as much as, <laughs> I'm not a fan of Dallas Keuchel, but <laughs> there's not a winning culture
1: here, right? No, yeah, no, there's not. And honestly, this is sort of like conspiracy theory just kind of like clicked in my head too. But like, you gave out all of these early contracts, right? Like, mm-hmm. I guess PA got paid early. Eli got paid early. Luis, Moncada, all these guys got paid early. At mm-hmm. some point, complacency has to settle in a little bit, right? If you're not trying to drive these guys, like, mm-hmm. they're paid. They're, they're, they're locked in. Like, right. They're locked in for a little bit, at least. Um, and they're playing well enough that they're going to be major leaguers for their careers. So, like, yeah. they've kind of, like, crossed that bar. So, now it's like, what's the the only thing that's motivating now is like actually winning. And if you don't have the leadership there to actually push people to go win something, that's just not going to happen. You got a lot of people that are just happy doing what they're
0: doing. Right. No. And as much as like, as much as the A's model pisses me off, like no team should carry a payroll the way that they carry a payroll. No, no, absolutely not. And, and they should actually give a shit about the, town that they live in or play out of like they they (laughs) haven't built a new fucking stadium they don't they don't want to like stay there and they're making it clear through the way that they're interacting with the local like oakland whatever okay anyway hold total sidebar but fuck the a's those players are playing for something they're playing for Proving the fact that they're major leaguers,
1: right? They're playing for their futures.
0: Yeah, exactly. They they want to maintain their jobs, as you know. They're they're scraping. They're playing money. for
1: arbitration next year, right? Like we skip that with so many. Yes,
0: guys. yes. None of these guys are getting arbitration money increases or whatever. And like again, I, I'm I'm all for player, you know, activism and like getting what they're worth as early as they can, but. What up, Alex? Um, but it's like, come on. There's, there's, there. It's, it's been reported. It's been player act. Players in the clubhouse are saying there's complacency issues. We got Willie P's tinfoil hat theory. It all makes sense, man. It all makes too much sense. I, um, God, I love that conspiracy theory from you. That was, that was good. Like, <laughs> um, anyway, I, I think.
1: Yeah, who knows well, if that's what's happening? But it, yeah, I mean, it's got to be there somewhere.
0: There, there's there's issues. It'd be a lot different there's if, issues. If there's if issues.
1: We're making, you know, seven hundred thousand dollars as opposed to five. Yeah, yeah. If
0: this team was that bad, it is is as bad as it is right now, and we were making, we were paying players seven
1: hundred thousand dollars, whatever. Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think it's seven fifty. But uh, maybe it went up because of uh, the lock, whatever. But, like, if that was the thing, like, then fucking what's five more years of rebuild among friends? You know, like, let's just fucking call it what it is. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, disappointing, but we can we can let it roll off. We've got the trade deadline. There's a lot of conversations about the Sox being able to possibly make moves here. Um, oh, but really quick, really quick. Um, we on this podcast really love Minnie Minoso. Um, we have a whole segment that we do often enough, uh, called Minoso Minute, where we talk about uh, stuff happening outside the lines of baseball. Um, and, uh, in, in honor of who mini Minoso was to Latino, uh, American ballplayers, basically. Um, he is now a hall of fucking famer. Um, and and by the way, if you are going to make it to this game tonight, uh, I'm going to be there um, with some, with some buddies from college. And uh, I'm going to try to see that hall of fame plaque because they're bringing the actual hall of fame plaque oh, into the stadium nice. tonight. So, uh, and there's a whole like a pregame celebration thing. If you, if you're going to get there, get there uh, 30 minutes early. And if you're not going to get there, Buy some tickets and fucking show up. I mean, it's Min Minoso. Like that's the only happy thing that's happened to this year. So you might as well see that. Um, like anyway, um, that's all I really wanted to say about it, but let's go mini check out that baseball reference page. Cause it's got his hall of famer tag now. Um, officially. Oh, nice.
1: uh, Alex will be there tonight. It sounds like Tommy.
0: Hell yes. Hell yes, Alex. I will stop by. I will say hi. Um, and, uh, no, it's good things. It's good things. So that is that's, all good things. That's a little positivity, right, for the for the airwaves out here. <laughs> um, but anyway, do you want to talk about uh, some, some trade deadline shit? Sure. Let's do it. Okay, cool. So um, basically, I wanted to take a look around. Well, first of all, Sox fans are so excited about getting a potential second baseman from the wider trade market. Willie, can you please – I saw you set somebody straight earlier this week. Can you please let us know why Jazz Chisholm is not a good idea for this year?
1: Um. Yeah, and it's not even that it's not a good idea. I just don't see it happening. Like, I'd be happy if they got him. But for this year, it's really not going to make much of a difference because, like, he uh, strained his back in June, um, and then they sent him on a rehab assignment, and, like, during his whole rehab, they did another uh, – I don't know what they did, CT scan or whatever. found out that he has yeah. a stress fracture in his back now. So at this point, like best case scenario is six weeks, which would get him here when like mid-September. Yeah. Um, and then you'd sure. have to yeah. kind of, like, yeah. he'd kind of have to like ramp back up and he wouldn't be himself going into October, whatever, right? Yeah. So you, you lose that. But I think the bigger issue though is that he's under team control next year and then ARB for the next three years. So like there's still four more years of team control there. Like, yeah. There's no leverage for the Marlins to to sell him now if he's hurt, especially. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was playing well and someone was going to overpay to, like, win this year plus, you know, whatever the yep. next three, four years, that's one thing. But at this point, I feel like the Marlins, like, I know they have their own issues with him, like, personality issues yeah. came up. I don't really know what those were all about.
0: Something about um, culture. I don't know.
1: Yeah. So if they want to get rid of him for that reason, like, maybe you can try to jump on him and buy him for cheaper than you could. Um, but I don't think he's gonna get dealt at the deadline. It just makes no sense for any team to make an urgent move like that, especially the White Sox right now. So maybe in the off season, then you can explore right. it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, it this, also it's just not gonna happen. Like, I don't think the Marlins are gonna try to get rid mm-hmm. of him at this point, let alone like you're not even gonna get him for this season. So
0: Yeah, and like definitely not gonna get him for this season. And I, like the wisest thing to do probably for player health standpoint is shut him down for the season. Like if that's a stress fracture, that's really gonna be an issue like potentially long-term back issues are fucking terrible. So probably wisest to just shut him down. I'm not a doctor. I don't know.
1: Shut him down. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. And like, that's so he's not coming to the socks. Sorry to rain on everybody's parade as much as I would love it. But the uh, (laughs) fucking Alex, but (laughs) really quick, like the, the whole issue with the Marlins too, is that they don't have any fucking bats. Like they're not going to trade.
1: They're all pitching right now. Yeah, Yeah.
0: it's it's all young pitching that's like their base right now. They're They're not going to trade away Brian Anderson last year or the Mm -hmm. year before. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's not it's not wise for them to get rid of a piece that's going to be there for four years or whatever. No, Um, in their you know. Everyday lineup, they could move him to short maybe like and make him like a real centerpiece. Um, but anyway, I just wanted you setting people straight because. Yeah, that- I
1: mean, like I think the big thing is, is that he's hurt. Like the initial diagnosis was not that bad. So I think people are like, oh, he'll be fine. But then, yeah, they upgraded it to a stress fracture. So he's out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and this is this is we're very down. sentient yeah. from from Alex, by the way. About the old white <laughs> old white relievers are what we're gonna get. Old white relievers are what the Marlins are gonna give. And you know, if we end up trading with the Marlins at all, you know,
1: kind of with Spags down here too. We are getting nobody. Like we might get somebody, <laughs> but in a way, we're probably not gonna get anybody. Like we either get nobody or we'll get like the bottom of the barrel, classic. classic yes, Sox, but classic White Sox. Yes. They just don't have enough to make an actual like impact deadline move that would actually Mm -hmm. change the calculus for this year. So I just don't see it. They lost lost that on Luis Castillo. Now that was like maybe (sighs) one thing, one potential like fringe good option we could get, but
0: that would have been sick. But uh, also again, unrealistic with what we could provide them right Right, like the Reds looked at us and be like "Mm, next like not no thank you
1: with (laughs) with anybody like worth anything yeah
0: yeah it's it's a bummer but anyway, we, we, we digress. We uh, actually wanted to take a look around the league as a whole because of how depressing the Sox are here. Um, can we trade <laughs> Menachino? That's hilarious, Christina. Um, I don't think anybody wants his ass. Um,
1: <laughs> but Even the Marlins will take him back for jail.
0: I mean, look, uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but... All that being said, let's take a look around the league and kind of see what other options are out there for other players. Basically, I want to play a game where we're the GMs now. What would Willie do? What would Tommy do in, in a given uh, GM clubhouse, whatever? So it's it's interesting, if nothing else, to look across town uh, and see. It's really weird how they kind of like send off Wilson Contreras uh, as if like they gave him a whole ass scenario saying that, like, oh, like, have a good rest of your life. He's still on the fucking team. It's like weird. (laughs) He hasn't been traded yet. Yeah, (laughs) super weird. So let's let's say that you're Jed Hoyer. You know, you're the GM of the Cubs. Willie, what do you do in this situation? Do you trade him? Do you extend him? What what do you do with Wilson I Contreras? Uh,
1: if it wasn't like a thirty year old catcher, I would keep him. I would keep him, but he is a thirty year old catcher. And Savage. Savage. By the, I'm just saying. By the time that they're really like ready to get back into it again, he's gonna be like at the end of his thing, you know. Like it yeah. might be nice, like Jose Abreu wise, to have a guy to like sort of carry you through a rebuild but you don't mm-hmm. do that it's almost better to get a clean slate um and he'll be 34 35 by the time they're ready to really win again and i just don't see the value in keeping him other than having like a steady like you know steady line through whatever the good times and then you rebuild or whatever but
0: mm-hmm.
1: i th- i would get rid of him personally i know it sucks for the fans they don't love it but
0: you That's are hard. a savage GM. I actually, I did not expect you to go this way. Um, I, I like, I, uh, with with Wilson Contreras, if I was in the GM shoes, I'm fucking extending that guy. Like, okay. I mean, throw him at first base, throw him at DH. The, the NL has a DH now. Sure. You know, like you can extend him. And maybe it's a maybe it's a tough contract. Who cares? You're the fucking like you've got. You have nobody else on time. Yeah, there's nobody else there. <laughs> Pay him out his ass and keep him around. And then, you know, like if he's there by the next time the Cubs are good, he's there by the next time the Cubs are good. You know, right. Ian Happ, on the other hand, have a good life, you know. um.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right. With the NLBH, that's true. That does sort of change it a little bit, but – I'm just yeah, I, saying you could, you could justify it either way. I think it also depends on what you get back, right? Like, yeah, you're not just gonna like get rid of him for the sake of getting rid of him. Like, if there's someone that you're targeting for the future, then okay. But
0: yeah, and I think the other thing to think about here is that you know, good hitting catchers are a fucking commodity. They don't just you True. can't just True. develop that all the time. Like, you might want Wilson Contreras just because he can catch and he can hit, like. That's like, that is not common. You don't have
1: to worry about.
0: Yeah. After, you don't, yeah. you, sometimes you'll have Zach Collins, right? <laughs> like who's supposedly one of the best hitting catchers in the fucking world. Wrong. He sucks. Yeah. Or there's Reese yeah. McGuire. Who's like, he can catch, but he can't fucking hit. You know, there, it, it's not easy. And, or you have Sebi Zavala. Who's like streaky as all get up and can't really throw people out. You know, <laughs> like, I like I don't Sebby. know. Yeah. I, I do like Sebi. Anyway, okay, so there's the Cubs situation. Let's go to uh, my second favorite team. Good thing Steve's not here to say they're actually my favorite team, the Giants. If you're Mm -hmm. the Giants, this was a more interesting question, I think, like five days ago. But if you're the Giants, would you buy or sell at this trade deadline?
1: I'd be selling for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they fucking... Tanked the last few days. Like I, yeah. I really thought that you know, oh, they'd kind of play 500, and then by the time we talk about it, they'll be you know still in the conversation. At this point, it's like you should sell. You should give yeah, us John Peterson, one, actually. Yeah. Like
1: you know, Alex was talking about it on 108 <laughs> the other day, but they had definitely had some sort of like weird thing going on because they will find like last year 107 wins, like he was saying, and then you got Urman this year, you got Luis Gonzalez <laughs> <which is> popping <laughs> off. Like what has happened? Doesn't make meantime, any sense. It's not enough this year. I just don't think they have it this year. Plus, you're dealing with the you're dealing with the Dodgers and the Padres too. Right. I think uh, that's yeah. the, the main like consideration. Not, uh, plus, when you get to the postseason, you got Brewers, Cardinals. I don't know. It's just not. I don't think the Giants have it. So no, I would say not, not I, this year. I, mean, I don't really know their team too well, so I don't know if they have like enough to sell, sell, or if they just kind of stand pat. But I don't know. It's they got it, Peterson. They were they were like leaders for the. Juan Soto like sleeper team like oh the John- yeah. Juan Soto but now they've what they've lost like 10 of their last 12 or something while like, so yeah.
0: bad yeah. like so bad recently um <laughs> no I uh I think they should give us Jock Peterson is what they should do I think just that's given him, give him to us I'm just, down with that just hand it over they don't they're
1: not can, gonna use them play a little defense and he can hit I'll yes play.
0: And he's been in the last, like, three World Series or something crazy like that. I don't yeah, know.
1: there is some, like, weird juju around him of, like, <laughs> getting to the World Series. That's yeah, like with Juan Uribe or Edgar Renteria. Yes, yes, thing.
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so um, this is another California team. Shohei Otani. A lot of people are talking about Shohei Otani. If you're the GM, Willie, what do you do?
1: I'm keeping Otani for sure. The one, so it really depends on if they're going, like, we are gutting the organization. We're starting from scratch. Yeah. Okay, maybe you get rid of him. But, like, how do you get rid of a guy like that? Oh. He man. helps you on both sides of the ball. He's like a marketing machine. People come to the stadium to see him. Like, really, they do. Like, they come to see Trout, obviously, and, like, go right. watch Angels. But, like, really, they just want to go see Otani. And, like, yeah. every time he comes up, the crowd cheers louder. He's just, I don't know. I don't see how you get rid of a guy like that. That would just be insane to me. It's mean, it, it, about Juan Soto too, but we'll get there.
0: Right. right. Yeah. It's like there's no real justification for getting rid of him when he's like he's single-handedly makes you a relevant organization right. by and of himself. By
1: himself. Yeah.
0: I think it's interesting to think about with the Trout injury now, though, because you really can't move Trout. You can't. No. So if you want to move on from this core, the only real piece that you, you can't move fucking uh Rendon. nobody wants his his old ass
1: Um, so maybe it was Alex was talking about Trout on the Orioles maybe I was like "Mm, that would be interesting
0: Alex Alex, you're fucking high like if that was you (laughs) I'm thinking about it and there's room on the payroll however comma I just I I what are you gonna move Cedric Mullins for Mike Trout? Are you crazy? Cedric Mullins is the center fielder out there. Okay,
1: and it might not have been Alex. <laughs> I'm just throwing him under the bus, but it was somebody.
0: Yeah. Also, if uh, you have Mike Trout, yes, you do move Cedric Mullins. You do. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, what? I I forgot to mention. Uh, if you're the Boston Red Sox, really quick to to go back to the other side Seriously. of the fucking nation, uh, you buying or selling? Oh. Interesting, um, right? Interesting.
1: Yeah, I think if I'm Boston, I'd probably buy. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not what you were thinking, huh?
0: No, no. I, I would sell the fuck out of the team, right? Now. Okay.
1: explain.
0: <laughs> well, they're, th- it's the same issue as the Sox, right? Um, they don't play defense, and they are out here losing games to Toronto like 28-7. to if you're going to go to the playoffs, you're going to play Toronto. Like this is, this is the the whole thing though, is like, it's not like they have a core that's going to fall apart next year. Right. They've got Bogarts. They've got Verdugo. They've got um, Devers. Devers, Right. So you could keep all those guys. You don't need JD Martinez next year. He's not going to help you next year. And what I'm saying is, you're not going to bring him
1: back is my guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to win it this year. Right. If you're the Red Sox. So fuck it. Just like trade shit off. Um, and there's a little bit of that philosophy in the way that I think about the White Sox, too, that, you know, you, you're not, you, you're probably not going to win it this year. So why go all the fuck in when you've got players, contracts that are lined up through a couple more years? Like, not that I'm trying to say kick the can, but why you don't have to go in. All full go this Every year. Every single time. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: true. But I just feel like Boston's usually better at developing their talent and yes, bringing them yes. up. <laughs> um, and trading for talent. So I feel like they're a little more savvy. But they also have been spending a lot less money this year. Yep. So yep. – I don't know. So if you're not going to be spending money, then that doesn't really supplement what you have on hand. So yeah, Boston's in a weird spot. Like I think the Boston of old would be buyers. I think the Boston of new, maybe you're right. They're sellers. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Old Boston would be buying like just stupid money. like. (laughs) um, Yes. Dombrowski. Exactly. I was like, who's the guy's fucking name? Yeah. Um, But anyway, uh, enough of all of those other teams. Uh, did I miss anybody? Oh, uh, Juan Soto. Um. <laughs> oh, I'm not trading Juan Soto for anything. No yeah, I, I don't know why everybody's, like, who the, I get, I get the, I guess I get the reasoning where it's, like, he denied the $440 million extension, so they don't want to, like, deal with that, like, renegotiating, but come on, man, it's Juan Soto.
1: Like This is a, this is another example for me where, like, I don't know if you're going to get what you want at the trade deadline. Like, everything's no. happening too fast. You need to yeah. talk about these things for a longer period of time. It's too big of a thing to happen. Yeah. So if they really want to do it, do it in the off season when you have time to sit with people or go to the GM's meetings and sit yep. with people and actually talk this through. I feel like it would be a mistake for them to sell them at the deadline just, like, on impulse because he didn't accept it. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe make one more offer when the season's over. Like, really go for it. He still Benny's open season. I feel like they just kind of jumped the gun. Yeah, I don't think you are going to sell him this offseason or this trade deadline. But maybe
0: it also could be a bargaining you know tool in terms of like okay, well if you don't want to sign this contract, we'll trade you. And it's like I don't know if that's a good bargaining tool, but it could be. Um, It's yeah, I like he's in the same boat as fucking uh, Otani, where it's like he sells tickets just by himself. Like, I am I want to go see the Nationals at some point. You're going to be working for the goddamn Nationals. I want you to take a photo with Juan Soto and send it to us because we need that shit on our timeline. Man, yeah, yes. no, I,
1: I agree, Tina. It's like the Nats not giving him the money is insane, but also them getting rid of Turner last year was insane, or two years ago. It's like,
0: what yeah. are you doing? What you have, the fuck you fuck have Juan are you doing?
1: Soto and Trey Turner to start with right Yeah. There
0: there's no reason and just there's go from no there reason.
1: and then they get rid of Turner now it makes the whole Soto thing like, you know, up in the air. I think right. they're blowing it.
0: But. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like, I I am losing faith in the whole, like tear everything down and rebuild from scratch model. Right. I don't know why
1: do um, it from the beginning. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's no real reason for it. I think there's a personal kind of uh team that is close to me. That's kind of ruining my faith in that though. Um, I, know, White I mean, I know, fuck the White Sox. <laughs> there's
1: also like there's so many good examples, and not so many. There are a few good examples of it happening. Houston did it. Kansas yep. City did it.
0: Cubs did it. So like, it can Kansas happen. City like did it though in like heavy quotes. The way that they, they did it, they fucking like the the way that that team existed though, like never again will a team that like no, no, steals and fucking like true. plays like, good not defense
1: never
0: do. never again like that was so weird that that existed and I hate them for it I'm gonna hate them I know, for it. I'm sorry I had to bring that up but, yeah. <laughs> fuck those Royals <laughs> man uh, it's gonna
1: be a favorite beef for, for me so uh but we're gonna try to you know we're gonna try to wolf them every time we play
0: That's that's what Tim Anderson gave this team is that that quote. Um but uh okay, so back to the White Sox. Let's say we're Rick Hahn. This is the real money time where like enough of that talk about the rest of the league. Yeah. If you're Rick Hahn, Willie, yeah. you've got you've got an issue with with obviously we're under five hundred again. Do you look at trading anybody at this point?
1: Uh no. No, i think that they'll either like they should either just kind of like work around the edges and see what they can do um like sort of like getting a tyler molly or like a david peralta sure. or like someone mm-hmm. good not great not gonna really like cost you anything as far as the prospects you really want to keep but also gives you a better chance this season like that's sort of where they're stuck right now <laughs> you're like that's that's your best option because you're not going to get like you're not going to get a Juan Soto or like who like <laughs> Luis Castillo's done. So like you can't no. make any sort of like impactful move on the field that's really going to move the needle. But I also don't think they should sell. Like they're not that far off. They're really not that far no. off. They just need to they just need to tighten things up a little bit, which they can't seem to do, which right. is what makes it also annoying. So if I were Han, I would do that. I would work around the edges. I know that's like really stupid and annoying, but I just don't <laughs> know if the Sox have it this year. What could they do? What could they realistically do to make this team that much better?
0: Get Benintendi. Oh wait, um, no late. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There's, I, I really do think Jock Peterson could be like a magic key, you know. Um, but and we we need a, a fielder. We need an outfielder. Like we really, really do. Let's let's deal with right field that has been the whole like thorn in our side for since twenty. 12 that has
1: or something. I seriously. <laughs> I mean, like since <laughs> died left.
0: Yes. Yes. It's so depressing. And that's where the 108 sits. Like, come on. The I best know. fans in the fucking ballpark sit right there. Give them a good player to look at. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> too soon. I know it's too soon. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, man. Comment section is killing me today. It's great. Um, it's active today. I like it. Yeah, yeah, but um, okay, so you're not gonna trade anybody. Um, I am maybe I'm a little fucking crazy, but I would look, I would just, I would listen, I would listen to conversations about Giolito and Lynn. And and whoa, whoa, like I know I fucking love Lucas Giolito, but you're not gonna extend the guy, you're just, it's not gonna happen. Why and not? The poor guy, like, why not? It's because. Man's wants to see the the free agent market and he's already declined an extension from, from, the, from the team. So, and you've got Jerry who doesn't pay for pitching. There you go. I, I don't know what, what else to say, but I would just, I would just think about it. I wouldn't maybe, I, maybe I wouldn't do it. Like let's say Giulio gets you like a fucking haul and then you could actually set yourself up for a little bit like continuation after, you know, 2024. That's assuming
1: know. that they like supplement that with paying for pitching, which you said they won't do. So that's yeah. like that's sort of where I don't
0: yeah. Here's the thing, Alex. You're absolutely fucking right here. Uh, if I'm the GM and you know you're looking around, Lynn and and Alito are at their lowest values. <laughs> so yeah. this is not <laughs> this is not the way to uh, to to take care of business. Um,
1: and yeah, Spags, I'm with you. If I were Gio, I would have taken that too. But he didn't know how he was going to be pitching this year. So.
0: Yeah, he thought he was going to fucking like do deal this year. Um, and he and he he added a lot of weight that he was like, oh, this is going to make me more stable. This is going to make me, you know, last longer, and then injures his ab- abdomen like out the gate. Just makes him so.
1: tighter, right? Yeah, not exactly. And, yeah.
0: So um, he's not been he's not been it, and I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like there, I would listen about a few things, like if I was Han at this point, you know, who are some players that aren't going to be here? Maybe somebody wants Josh Harrison. I don't know. I don't He's know. I just don't well. think
1: they're in a spot to sell. Like, you're not really going to get anything that's worth
0: anything. Like, it's just going to be yeah. – you're
1: just punting the year at that point. I don't want to punt the year. There's yeah.
0: No- yeah, it, it, I mean, look, we're three games out. But it's just yeah. fucking depressing right now. Anyway, and that's if I'm GM. If I'm GM, I'm doing that. Yeah. And it's not saying that I, I don't care about this core anymore. Far from it. I care about this core a lot to the point that I trust them next year. I don't yeah. – like, this just isn't the year they've got yeah, the wrong something, manager it's broken this year it's so weird it's super weird you what you can you can't fire all the players you can fire some staff like and that's I think the issue because the,
1: there's obvious talent there it's just like mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. playing so far below even their talent level like not saying this is a World Series team if they're all clicking but like yeah. they're so far below what they should be doing even if it's just the norm it's like they're far below the norm
0: Yes, yes, yes. And it's
1: consistent, yes. which is annoying, which is making me think it might be the norm. But exactly,
0: like yeah. Like, they're they're playing bel- – like, the back of their baseball card is not showing up this year, and it's across the board. It's everybody. Yeah, it's everybody. You know? Which is just, like, it's so confusing. It's like, you'd think that, like, a couple players here, a couple players there are a little – besides Jose Abreu, I apologize. Hail the captain. Like, man is out of his mind. He I'm has – not really, not really hitting his dingers actually. So, but that's that's it. Like he's he's doing more than enough at first base. Yeah, I'll praise, I'll praise. Um, yeah. but that's uh, man. yeah, I I would say like again, like I, I'm maybe I'm fucking crazy, but saying that next year might be more important than this year. I I wouldn't sell the house to get this year's championship. Is what I'm saying. You know, I'm with you on that. Yeah,
1: I am with you on that.
0: Um, okay, so this is an interesting one. You, you're Rick Hahn, Um Reese or Sebi? They're both, this is important. They're both out of minor league options. So if you send one of them down, other teams have the chance to pick them up instead.
1: I'm keeping Sebi. I Cam, think that's an easy choice for me, at least. You gave up Zach Collins to get Reese McGuire, dude. I know and I'm fine with that. <laughs> I thought he we was going to be fine and he is fine, but like yeah. I just think that Sebi has a little more there. Like and he's shown yeah. it. He's he's, you know, he's improved.
0: Mhm. He hit 3 home runs one time.
1: He did, and we lost the game still, and one of those was a grand slam. Yes, yes,
0: fucking wild. That game doesn't make any sense still. Like, no. still to this day, it doesn't make any damn sense.
1: No, that game was, that game was, like, sad, honestly, because it's so kind of summed up last year. It was, like, a lot of good moments and, like, a lot of, like, excitement, and then just mm-hmm. nothing in the end. You get
0: nothing. yeah. Just didn't that's that's very poetic of you to draw that analogy. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Um no, I uh w I'm with you though. If I'm if I'm Han, I'm sorry, Reese. You've been you've been actually better than I thought you were, but uh have a good life, man. Because yeah. uh, you know, you know somebody other somebody else in the league is gonna pick up one of these two backup catchers. Oh, true. This, yeah,
1: and like one of them's gonna get picked up. That's fine, can, but like you can find those guys. You can find them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and one of the ways to find them is waiting for another team to have a catcher backlog and release them without right. minor league options and then pick them up. Oh, that's what's happening to us. Yeah. So you, you can find this happening around the league, you know, give it a year or something, but definitely yeah. keep Sebi on the, on the major. league. I would
1: roster. say keep Sebi for sure. I'm just tired of the three catcher
0: thing. And like, I don't yeah. want that to be a thing anymore. Yeah. I, I'm, Cause what ends up happening is these guys don't get consistent at bats anymore. Right. Like and it, that, just, you're hurting like, Sebi in a long right. way. And Now, like Reese
1: is just chilling on the bench for the most part. Like, yeah, he's oh, like, yeah, yes. but like, yeah, he's it's mostly Sebi or has, and then you just have Reese, so like every once in a while pinch hitting or like coming in for a game. I don't know, that just doesn't seem,
0: yeah. Which Reese pinch hitting right. is not the, not the move, not the move. Um, well, uh, anyway, I wanted to bring up this little uh, John Morosi quote. So. He says the White Sox aren't discussing the possibility of trading Lucas Giolito or Lance Lynn. They're three games back in the AL Central. They're still three games back, aren't they? Or Three Uh, and a half, maybe.
1: Three and a half, I think
0: now. Yeah. uh, And are encouraged by their 14 and 10 record in July. Team officials believe that they can win the division. Um, That's the bit that I want to, that I wanted to discuss. If you're Rick Hahn, do you really think you can win this division still?
1: Uh yes yes I do just mostly it's like what everybody's saying no you it's maniac. just like Minnesota Minnesota sucks <laughs> Cleveland like it's just not deep enough yeah and we are hypothetically we are better than them on paper and I still feel like that's gonna flush itself out through the rest of the year I do um Man. I know that's like blind optimism but it's also like I don't know I just think it's gonna happen I think it's gonna be stupid and everyone's gonna be like weirdly happy but also pissed at the same time and they're not going to do anything in the playoffs, but yeah, I think they'll win the division. I do.
0: Dang. I I appreciate your optimism, but God bless you for it. I'm just not, man, I I can't, it's actually kind of sad. I've like, I'm realizing now at the end of this podcast that I'm basically saying 2022 is done. It's been, it's been real. Like I, I, but that's where I'm at. Like realistically, like I don't, I, I'm going to get hyped for next year. I really am. But this year, man, like it's, what are we gonna do all this just to get bounced in the first round? I, I'll I don't know, it. man. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm as ready. Long to as long as you're not gonna
1: be trading Colson Montgomery, <laughs> right. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, or Vaughn, or like anyone, you know.
0: Obviously. Yeah, I, You know what? There is there is something to going to the playoffs three years in a row. In in baseball, that's not easy. You know, so if you
1: are on the hype train for next year, what's wrong with a little more postseason experience, a little more bad taste in your mouth, just like that little extra juice, right? The, there's some, there's some carryover from year to year for sure, and damn. getting to the playoffs is always good. It's all fuck,
0: Willie. You're right, and it hurts me because now I'm getting <laughs> that false fucking hope again. I'm getting that. I'm not <laughs> saying we're going to win
1: the World Series, but like I want them to succeed, and I think you- that they will be okay. <laughs> it's not that do. we're going
0: to win the World Series I just want them to lose in the first round of the playoffs that's what I want <laughs> I will take that I mean, at this point, they're third, third
1: place I would take losing in the first round of the playoffs
0: yeah absolutely, absolutely. I mean look you, you make a good point at this point they are literally <laughs> they are literally third in the fucking AL Central they're third place in the AL Central the worst division in baseball so if they can make the playoffs God bless them you know <laughs> um well shit okay so if if, I I want one last scenario one last scenario for you if you're Rick Hahn right um the Sox if they acquire a a a player via trade at this point and again that's a big if because you know we're realizing we don't really have a lot out there for us to get first of all and we don't really have a lot you know to give up to get players. But let's say they get a position player and they have to drop a, a position player off their 26 man. You're Rick Han. Who are you dropping off the 26 man? There's, there's some good candidates out there. Um, but who do you think?
1: Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go back to my not wanting three catchers on the roster. <laughs> I know that like, yeah, <laughs> so that's going to be an issue potentially, but I would just say, mm-hmm. see you, Reese. Like, I just really think Reese is ex- like, Okay. If he was hitting for, if he was hitting and hitting for power with a (laughs) a lucky bat, okay, that changes the equation, but he's not doing that at all. So, like, what what does he bring to the table? Nothing, essentially. He's not hitting and he's average to below average as a defensive catcher. Like, we can find that with Yaz and Sebi with a lot more offense. So, series. Cause, like, I want to keep angle. I just like Sheets, I guess I was going to say, Spag. Sheets is sort of like my second option to say goodbye to but I don't mind his like weird random coming off the bench with a power threat. <laughs> game. Like I want him over Reese. Like that's really what it comes down to. I
0: don't know. Dude. Um, you make really good points. And I think those are the two best candidates, you know, Reese or fucking sheets. And you know, there is also people who would be like, I don't know. Sebi's not really it, but I, I those people are kind of crazy. He's been playing out of his mind recently. Um,
1: and, and I'm not saying like Sebi's the answer, but like, He's not bad. He's a good backup catcher.
0: Yep. Yeah. Sebi's the truth, according to a um, <laughs> minor leaguer that we um, interviewed like three years ago. So... Oh, yeah.
1: That's right. I remember that. that. Yeah, Sebi's the long truth, long man. Yeah. Sebi's yeah, yeah.
0: the fucking truth. Um, <laughs> still still to be told, but he is the truth. Uh, no, I – I, if I'm Rick Hahn, man, I am going to release – Leary Legend, fuck it, let's go No, uh, he's in hey, You, could. you uh, could And pay all that money after TLR you paid I might
1: quit then, then we get like the best of both worlds <laughs>
0: That's hilarious Like
1: you took my toy away from me, I'm going home
0: <laughs> Oh my god, that would be the golden scenario The absolute golden <laughs> scenario <laughs> That's amazing
1: TFA Leary and TLR just quits on his <laughs>
0: On-site walks off, like, <laughs> how dare you, sir? You're like, okay, two problems solved. In yeah, one right, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, that's my multiverse, like, golden scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, well... I guess like the only other option for me, since we're still playing the game and I'm I'm pretending I'm recon here, uh, I'm gonna go pick up Billy Hamilton from the Miami Marlins. Okay. I don't. I'm just gonna do it, man. Fuck it. And then uh and then that and if in that case, I'd probably let Sheets go so that like you know we could just Yeah, that
1: field spot. Take oh down. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Um, and I'll carry three catchers for the rest of my life. <laughs> <That's>, I mean. <laughs> The so two of them it. being kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah, just just keep them forever. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is this is a good idea, Spags. Uh, this would take this would really <laughs> really work with the White Sox fan base. We'll set up a GoFundMe and and we'll pay for Garcia's buyout. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I we should do
1: it. I'll contribute. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, dude, you'd get, you'd get 10 bucks from me and I'm cheap as fuck. Like <laughs> you'll, you'll get those $10 though. I, I'll help out. Oh man. Uh, it would work, man. Although, you know, then it, fucking Jerry would just pocket it. Jerry you know, would like, pocket it. Yeah. right? <laughs> what an asshole. Okay. Um, well, we're we're running at like an hour here. We were we were coming into the podcast being like, man, we don't have that much to talk about. Let's just <laughs> keep it a short." That's hilarious. It happens. It happens, man. That we're just having too much yeah. fun. Um. So, do you have any final thoughts for us? What's what's going on?
1: Um. No final thoughts other than you know, like I feel like the socks are still right in this thing. I just wish that they would stop breaking my heart. Um, <laughs> yes. Like they do it. They do it like three times a week, which is great. Oh, and I was also Great. at the debacle. I was at the debacle game against Cleveland, where they where Naylor hit the game tying slam off of Hendricks. <laughs> so like I've seen some of it in person too. It's pretty bad. Oh my God! I can't believe um, you were at that, that game. That sucks, that dude. Game. But sucks. no, beyond that, thanks for having me on. I'm glad I could fill in for Stevo. I'm glad that I was I was an option. So yeah, this was fun. I'd do this again for sure,
0: dude. Yeah, so, I mean, RIT indeed. <laughs> exactly no you were option 1a man um i was really happy to chat with you th- this week and uh yes thank you to you for for coming on in, in yeah. place of Stevo this week he'll be back he'll be back soon don't worry about it guys um but you know for me uh to wrap it up i uh i just want everybody to take kind of like a 500 foot view of the situation right like don't get bogged down in the day-to-day because they're gonna have games like yesterday where they're just like We're all hyped up for the series against the A's and then they just let us down like in a big way too. like where it's depressing and you got the fucking fans doing the wave instead of paying attention to the goddamn game. By the way, stop doing the goddamn wave. Stop doing the goddamn wave. It's really annoying. (laughs) Besides that, again, I'm trying to be positive here and I failed miserably, but take a 500 foot view of the team. Um don't get wrapped up in the in the every single game kind of a situation. Don't get your hopes up either, because uh, who knows how this is going to go out? But have fun. Try to have fun. Yes, the wave does suck, Spags. It really, really does. Um, just try to try to enjoy yourselves out there. Have a drink. Enjoy the goddamn beautiful weather in Chicago. Um, and then just laugh, laugh when the team sucks, and uh, get and
1: to do that tonight live and in person. Too. I'm
0: very excited about it. Actually, I'm I'm like that. That's what hurts is like every time I get Sox tickets, I'm so excited, and then it's like
1: and then just, you get there, and you're like oh,
0: like oh yeah, it's happening uh, again the the seats the problem with the seats is that they face the stadium like they face the game I'd rather that turn the seats and just talk to the people and then with
1: it, like. have them like
0: swivel so you can yeah, just, like, exactly the to I need swivel chairs I need office chairs in the in the stadium <laughs> that's what I need. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, um, well, that's it for me. You, by the way, I did not prep you for this. Are you good to do the, the sign-off here? Usually what I do is I say, in Han, we trust. And then, you know, Steve makes some shit up off the cuff. So Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right. So, in Han, we trust.
1: Get our shit together, we
0: must. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. <laughs> have a good week, and we'll talk to you soon.